0: Hey, you're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring JD Packer on January 21st, 2019. At the time, JD and I were students together at BYU Idaho, and I had just started Upbeats. JD was working in radio and hosting a bunch of his own podcasts, and obviously it has been over three years since then, so a lot's changed. JD is now married and moved and working as a seminary teacher for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, It's fun listening back to this episode because you hear uh, what we talk about with podcasting, like where we're going to be in five years, what we talk about with LinkedIn and with our jobs, like Where our heads were at back then versus where we're each at right now. It's so crazy looking back. I swear to you, audio is like the best form of journalism because uh, you could keep a journal, sure, and write it all down. I personally suck at that, but wow, is it fun looking back or listening back to these episodes? And just getting a real sense of like where my head was at three years ago. That's crazy. So, so much has changed, but this, nonetheless, this episode is so valuable still. We talk a lot about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what it takes especially and particularly to start a podcast. Whether you're starting a YouTube channel, a blog, a podcast, whatever it is you're doing, if you're starting a new project this year in 2022... There is still a lot dropped in this episode that is still very relevant today. So, hope you enjoy it. Thank you for being here. You're listening to an Upbeat Rewind with J.D. Packer. This is Upbeat with beat beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. So, I'm here with J.D. Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. It's good to be here. I'm excited.
0: Dude, I'm excited, too. This is like my first, like actual interview where I'm set up with all my own stuff Mm -hmm. all the episodes before this one was legit like a lavalier mic on my shirt and I just walked up to people and like held it to their mouth and told them to say something right right so this is like my first run at it yeah yeah you're good dude (laughs) um so briefly if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself Uh, You can include like where you work, what you do for fun, stuff like that.
1: Okay, cool. So my name is JD Packer or James, whatever one you want to call me. That is my on-air name for the radio station that I work at, KBYI and KBYR, where we're at right now recording. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. Um, So I'm in communications. I'm a public relations uh, major, but I am in radio. I do work in that right now. And hobbies, I enjoy sports. I enjoy music and i enjoy podcasts so tell them about your podcast yeah so i got a podcast it's a dating podcast and it's real fun it's called love talk and it's just a good time uh we've let's see i've done nine episodes and we're just chugging along on it so nice man so you
0: love podcasts you love sports you're a comm major what is like a
1: dream job for you mean, i get asked this all the time so Here's the dream job. I love sports. Um, was not good enough to play sports, so I thought what would be the next best thing. And I love people, and so I would love to be in sports PR. Um, or I would love to be, whether that be a college recruiter, whether that be the person signing athletes, whether that be – I don't want to be a sports sports agent. People are always like, oh, you want to be a sports agent. No, because that's a lot of paperwork. They get paid good <laughs> yeah. if they have good athletes. But it's just, no, i would more like – Kind of the behind the scenes or even I wouldn't mind sports commentating or doing something like that. I think it'd be sweet. Dude, when you have a voice so, for it, yeah, you're good at this stuff. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that's
0: that's the dream. So, Awesome. So like how much more school do you have? Like where do you see yourself in five years from now?
1: So I am finishing my, I'm doing an internship right now mm-hmm. at, the, at the radio station I'm working at and then I've got three semesters left. So okay. uh, It's coming up. Yeah. So about a year and a half is what I've got left up here. And then I'm probably gonna go get my master's in athletic administrations. That's what I'm leaning towards right now. Sweet. So yeah. So hopefully I'm getting plugged in somewhere. I would <laughs> love to. I would love to work for either a college or a professional sports team. Just kind of depends where I get plugged in.
0: Yeah, man. Hopefully this podcast has some listeners that could help you.
1: Oh man, hit me what, up. What are
0: what are some uh, like social media handles? Like what are some things they could do to reach you?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Instagram is James, uh, James the Don 25. And I think my Twitter's the same as well. the okay. JamesTheDawn25. Awesome. So yeah, hit me up. I'd be all about it. I should have a LinkedIn. I'm not quite there yet. I'll get one going. <laughs> so I understand. I hey, know link, that's what you need. LinkedIn's
0: but, a lifesaver, man. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's helped me a ton. Uh, but anyway, going back to your podcast, just because, I mean, that's where my, my mind is at right now because of, of launching this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but what compelled you to actually make that jump? and start a podcast
1: about dating. So what's funny is I got cold feet when I started this podcast Dude, uh, I feel
0: like I'm getting that right now
1: <laughs> Yeah, it happens, it legit happens And you have this nerve about you that you're like, this isn't going to go well mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, it's the getting ready to start something I feel like it's like when people don't like to talk to people and go out of their comfort zone yeah. I'm like, is it maybe that's how these people feel
0: Or like if they don't like public speaking
1: Yeah, exactly yeah. And what was funny was, so originally it was given to me by a teacher They said you have to come up with a project And so here I am starting my job a year ago Mm -hmm. at the radio station. And I was like, maybe I should do a podcast. Well, it took me like four months to finally start the thing after I was like, I'm going to do one. Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, I'm too scared to do it and decided to go through with it. And the thrill and excitement of watching and listening to people actually click on it was just a thrill. And it's not a lot. It's not a lot of people, but it was enough for me to be like, oh, I love this. Well, it still feels good. Yeah. And
0: actually, I was just on an episode on his podcast. Yes. Uh, but one thing I said on that episode too is that you have to look at it kind of like you're in an auditorium mm-hmm. talking to whoever's in the seats and 15 people is still 15 people. Right. It's 15 human beings and they have a genuine interest in what you have to say and if you say something that changes their life, it's worth it. Oh yeah. You know, just with 15 people but of course that's multiplied when you have thousands and thousands of listeners and that, If my podcast gets to to that level, which I hope it does, it is going to feel so surreal because then I'm like, okay, I've got a 15,000 seated auditorium right now and I'm talking to 15,000 human beings. That's crazy. Oh yeah. And I think looking at it like that makes it so much more, I guess, important and you kind of forget about the numbers a little bit because any numbers is still reaching another human being.
1: Right. And so I totally agree with that. And the first day uh, I put it out on a Friday mm-hmm. and a hundred people listened to it. Dang. First day. I, yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. And nobody had nothing to say, but nice things. They loved it. And that was Gosh. that feeling to me. And that's not a, this is not a bragging feeling. I'm listen, I did not market it. Well, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. If you listen to the episode, we're just like, well, we don't know what we're talking about, but we're going to tell this <laughs> funny story. And That's exactly what we did. But just to see that and to feel that experience was crazy. And I remember then three episodes in, I'm at the gym. Somebody comes up to me and he goes, man, you're the guy at that dating podcast. And I was like, yeah, it was a sick (laughs) feeling. And I was like, man, that's so cool that you've heard that. And so that's kind of what's, you know, has kept me going. So,
0: yeah. Well, and that's probably a really popular thing in this area too with dating. True. Uh, I mean, I myself have struggled with dating. Right, right. I just turned 26 and I'm single and I'm in Rexburg where everyone I meet is 18 years old and starting college.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you're not wrong. It's rough. (laughs) It really is. And what's cool is I got an interview, and I think this totally goes on with your theme, because here's the deal. Your your podcast is about people who are successful. I don't consider me a successful dater. (laughs) I consider myself an experienced dater, but I don't consider myself a successful dater. Uh However, saying that, on one of my podcasts, I had... Uh, a kid who just started his own dating app, wow, yeah, and so he came on and talked about the creation of of his of his dating app dang, and it was cool, it was cool to hear the story, and for him, is that uh the doorstep doorstep Doorstep. I've met him too yeah that's crazy cool guy and he's out there and he is hustling right now and he is trying to get his you know his dating app up off the ground business major anyways what was cool is he tells me the story that he's on a double date blind date down in Utah Mm -hmm. and he hears these people talking about this dating app called doorstep whoa. And I was like, that's cool. And you could just feel it. And I was like, that excited me because yeah. I was like, dude, that's cool. Like it's a cool dude, experience. I
0: had like the same kind of experience with him just the end of last semester. Cause he was friends with one of my roommates. Right. To be honest, I didn't really know him that well, but he was hanging out in my living room and no joke. This chick knocks on the door and she's leaving flyers for doorstep. Right? Oh, that's sick! <laughs> and Kate, he obviously initiated that for people to go out and flyer and advertise, mm-hmm. but like she gave him the flyer. Didn't <laughs> know that he was the creator of it. I love it. that. That's and funny. he didn't tell her. He's like, oh, thanks. I'll go look it up, you know, and just let her go on her way. And it's like, that is so humble, man. Oh yeah. When people have that quality where they're, they're like the person, mm-hmm. but nobody knows Oh yeah. they're the person. Gosh, that quality. I think that's a really cool thing to point out and especially with a podcast like this one just what you're looking for in a leader or if you want to succeed and be a really awesome leader to be humble and genuine like that man Mm -hmm. and another good example of it um, I'm not even gonna say his name because I know he wouldn't want people to know who he is right right. but the owner of the Rexburg haunted straw maze Mm -hmm. man I've worked for him for three years I've known him for three years and that straw maze is really successful and that was something he started here when it was Rick's College uh, oh, wow. here at BYU-Idaho. It was his like IBC thing. He and a buddy created the Straw Maze here.
1: Really? and this that's was cool.
0: this was their 11th year, uh-huh. right? And it's completely blown up and they do pretty well with it, but nobody knows who he is. Mm. And half the time he's there in a mask scaring people. <laughs> and like, that's, <laughs> that's why that's he created cool. it because he wanted, like, like, he really believes in that project yeah. and he doesn't want like all the recognition for creating it. And I think that's awesome. How old is your podcast? It's fairly new.
1: Yeah. So um, the first episode came out in probably like June, July. Still like
0: fairly new, not like years long. Yeah. I'm very new. This is going to be like one of the first episodes. Right. Um, But I was thinking since we are so recent um, that we could take some time to chat about what we've learned creating a podcast. Yeah, definitely and maybe what advice we would have for anyone who's interested in creating their own podcast. Uh, I just put out on actually one of my class discussion boards, they're like something interesting about you, right? I'm like, oh, I'm launching a podcast. And I got like five moms that responded to that (laughs) because like a lot of moms do online classes apparently. (laughs) And they're all just like, hey, my sons all want to start podcasts. Can you help them out? And it's like, I literally just went through everything I needed to go through to launch a podcast. Uh, So I think between the two of us, we could have some good advice for
1: those who are interested in starting a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So what advice off the top of your head right now? Um, I I think one of the biggest things is to get out of your own way. So if you're not going to be good at it, you're not going to be good at it. Don't do it. And I think my fear is, and and I've listened to podcasts like this where they're trying really hard and yeah. it's like, dude, you're trying way too hard. This is not entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my other thing would be is just to market it. If you're serious about it, the thing that I've learned is that you need to know when to release your podcast. You need to know when people want to listen. You need to know, and maybe that's a little farther because even I haven't figured that out, but I'll tell you what, when one episode I release on Friday has tripled the numbers on one that I listen that I release on Monday, I realized, Hey, I need to be watching what days I send out on this. So that's- That's true. So to be, to be alert. Yeah, exactly. And I, and you kind of have to have a business mindset for it, I think. You got to go learn how to like develop who and why would people listen. Dude, good is you're creating a business, man. Yeah.
0: I actually, I just had that thought the other day um, when I was preparing something for this podcast. I was like, you know, I I mean, I don't like to go by the term entrepreneur and like someone who's building my own businesses and stuff. Right. But, like, with my beatboxing, with my speaking, and with this podcast, it is all entrepreneurial. Definitely. It's crazy. I mean, it's not, like, creating a ton of revenue or anything. Right, right. But you have to have that mindset where you're like, okay, I'm creating my own thing, and I am the CEO of it, essentially. And if something goes bad, it's my fault and the decisions I made, you know? Right. But if it blows up and does awesome, it's something that I did right. Yeah, for know. sure. So that's. I mean, you definitely have to take full responsibility. And do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? Gary Vaynerchuk,
1: Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk. Look him up. Uh, yes, I've, I do. I follow him on Instagram.
0: Okay, me I too. know exactly who so he i is. I've I've been following him for like two years. Yeah. And for those of you listening, you're going to hear me talk about Gary Vaynerchuk probably quite a bit. Reference cool guy. him and the things that he talks about, but self awareness. Yeah, that's. What went through my head when you said, if you're not good at it, don't do it. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be self aware. And if you think that you really can do that and it's something you're passionate about and you're going to go kill it, then do it. But if it's not in your skill set and you're not super passionate about it and you just think it's a cool thing to do, then maybe try something else. Find what you are passionate about and go for that thing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Totally. I, I would also say, with that, uh, mm-hmm. what I've learned is. I didn't start listening to podcasts until about five years ago. Yeah. But I started listening to tons of podcasts. Like I'm talking, I was averaging like four or five a day over the summer.
0: That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah.
1: You become obsessed with it, but you also need to learn from it. And so the people Mm -hmm. that I like a lot, I liked, there were certain things that I loved about it. And and what I was aware of is how they did it because they were so good. My favorite Mm -hmm. podcast that I listened to, they had 7 million subscriptions in the month of April. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, they're the podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the first, Bill Simmons was the first sports podcast guy. And he yeah. left ESPN to start his own thing. And now he's got this huge company. And um, what's so cool about that is is obviously, you know, not everyone who starts a podcast is going to get there, mm-hmm. but it is growing, like you said. And I and I just think you got to do the research figure it out and be aware. I, I definitely agree with that. I think it's so crucial for it to be successful.
0: Research 100%. Definitely. Um, and my advice for researching, I would say YouTube because I have watched countless YouTube videos in the last three months, uh-huh. all preparing for this stuff right now. Like how to conduct better interviews, how to contact guests, yeah, how to not not only how, but what, things to buy to be able to do it mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of awesome for you and I because we're at a radio station right now and both of us work at radio stations so we could use that but right now what we're recording on is the stuff that I just bought I, this is my first time using it trying to figure out how to do everything on my own so I could take it in a backpack and go and that way I can conduct interviews no matter where I'm at Right. and I've got a MacBook Pro with us right now I've got a fo- a Scarlet Focusrite Right audio interface, I've got some headphones, XLR cables, two mics, you know, and each of those things, except probably the laptop, but I've had that for a very long time. Right. <laughs> each of those things are like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's true. And so it's like, if you want to have your own like podcast setup to travel with, I mean, you don't have to go get thousands and thousands of dollars for the best things. But it will probably minimum be like five to eight hundred dollars,
1: right? If you want it to be quality, yeah. And see, we're in a soundproof room right now, mm-hmm. and which does you know, I don't know how much it costs to soundproof a room. It yeah, probably a lot because no one wants to listen to bad audio. True. And it, it's I have actually had to delete podcasts because of bad audio. And let me tell you right now, there is not a worse feeling when you have an hour worth of material and you literally had to text that person and be like I can't play this because the audio was bad because <laughs> I wasn't smart enough to hit mic 2 on I just hit mic 1 so it didn't pick up her voice it just picked up mine
0: yeah i never want that to happen yeah. man. so let me tell <laughs> there's some advice for <laughs> that's her. advice for me too yeah. just continuing
1: like- oh and it a- and you know what you're going to get some audio that you're not happy with and it yeah. j- it sucks you know even in this studio the last episode i recorded was in here mm-hmm. we o- we over uh we put over the capacity And so what happened is I've got three mics here and then mine. Problem was I had someone sitting on the end. You can't hear them very well. And so I had to mess with the audio, spend the hours, you know. And like me, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to like editing the audio. Mm -hmm. If it's an hour podcast, I spend probably about four hours editing it. Wow. Which is probably excessive, but I'm telling you, I like to get rid of the ums, the buts, the, which I'm super guilty of. Like, you'd think as a car yeah. major, I could figure this out. No, I have probably said um <laughs> probably 75 times in this podcast already. Yeah. And I'm not going to edit those out. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. But you do have to learn how to get rid of those. And yeah. uh, unless, you know, and some people would be like, oh, if that's kind of fake or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just like it to sound good.
0: You no. know, well, and for me, it's a time thing. Right. And I'm glad we're talking about this because I was planning on saying it anyway. And I'm probably going to repeat it at the beginning of one of my episodes after this because I want my audience to hear this, but I value time mm-hmm. right. I want guests to come on the show and not waste their time, and I want me to not have to waste my time with hours and hours and hours of editing right um, which is why I've chosen to go with shorter episodes smart i don't want I just don't want to do that and so keeping the audience in mind this is number one. I want them to be able to get what they need. So actually I'm going to not save them. You guys listening. (laughs) I want you to get what you need coming to this podcast and not having wasted a huge chunk of your day. Like I want you to come here, be entertained, get what you need and and leave. (laughs) You know, I want it to be valuable for you. I don't want you to come here and feel like you wasted a ton of time, not learning anything and not hearing any cool stories. Um, So for that reason, I've chosen to keep it a little bit shorter episodes. I might get up in the 35, 40, 45 minute range sometimes depending on who I'm interviewing and what we talk about. But I definitely do not want the two hour podcast, man. I just don't want to do that. That's wasting too much time, even if it's even if it is jam packed with value, like you should be taking more of that time and acting right. than, than you should listening to two
1: hours. Well, it's know? like a full course meal. Just because mm-hmm. the food's good doesn't mean you should keep eating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Once you're true. full, you need to be done, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I, that's some good advice too. Like know your audience, know if you want to do long or short episodes. Yeah. Know if you want to be more value packed or more like influencer personality packed. Because there are people, like I've got roommates that listen to hours of podcasts that they don't learn anything. It's just pure, just like to them, it's like watching TV. You're just listening to someone, you know, a Mm -hmm. funny personality or something. Hey guys, interrupting real quick. I am loving this interview with JD. We have covered so many awesome things, but I particularly love what we're about to go into. I asked him a question and that is, what has amazed you in your experience so far starting this podcast? What has been the most amazing thing or the biggest surprise? And And his answer is awesome. He gives a few answers, and I love every single one of them. So I'm going to let him answer those real quick. And then I'll be back on with some thoughts. This is still about your podcast experience. Okay. But I want to ask you, what are some things that have happened? Like amazing things, like really cool things that have happened that you weren't expecting.
1: As many people to listen to it as they have. Awesome. That was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not a big amount. I mean, it it hit 1500 on this last episode. Wow. And for me, you know, small town Idaho, for somebody who didn't market it very well, I, I, you know, I'm appreciative of that. That's
0: something to be really proud about. So
1: I'd say that's one that surprised me. Um, The other one too, is finding out how much I'd love it. Mm -hmm. Finding out how much this would be, you know, I don't know if I'll ever do this professionally one day, but I would love to. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say no. If I could get paid enough to do this, I would. And when the people that I've brought on I've loved every person that I've brought on to my podcast I think the biggest the biggest thing for me is that I was able to conduct a successful interview with somebody That was original and raw and you get raw things now. I'm not saying it was yeah. for every episode There's some episodes that you're like that's that was cringy But yeah. there are there was some episodes that I can honestly say that I was like this is raw material that if anybody listened to it They'd love it. Yeah, it was it was the purest form of content
0: well, and on top of that. It's something that wouldn't exist if you didn't do it. Right. Right. So it's like art in that sense, because you are 100% in charge and you brought something to the the world that will help other people Mm -hmm. that didn't exist before you did it. And if you didn't do it, it wouldn't be there. It's true. I love that. Dang, guys. I really loved his answers. And here's what stood out to me. First and foremost, he was taken back by how many people were on board with what he was doing and how many people loved it and started downloading and listening to his podcast. That's awesome. And then second, he, he learned that he loved it. He didn't know he was going to love it that much, but he discovered that he did love it. What I think is so cool about that is that he mentioned earlier in the podcast, he was getting cold feet and that there was some hesitancy there and he was debating not even doing it, which by the way, I experienced those same feelings. I was really close to not even doing this podcast, but what's cool is he did it. He made that jump. He did it. He's working hard, making it happen every day. And now he knows he loves it even more than he ever thought he would, which is really, really cool. He had to act first, put in the work And then he found out he really, really does love doing this, which I think is awesome. And then the last thing that really stood out to me, guys, is that he loves every single person he interviews. That is awesome. And that is such a good thing uh, for all of us to learn, but it definitely hit me. Uh, I want that to be the case here on this podcast. I want to love every single person that's on the show. I want to interview them with that loving mindset, get down to the nitty gritty details, hear the personal stories, talk about things and, and make it a special place. That was something cool to learn. And that was something I really needed to hear. So thank you, JD, for that. Let's continue the interview. Guys, I hope you're loving this lighten the mood a little bit. And this is probably what we'll end on as well is kind of like a speed round. A lot of people do this. I just wanted to try it, see how it flows. Yeah, Let's do it. Um, just a few questions. Do you have a favorite word? If so, what's your favorite word? My favorite word? Yeah. Probably love. Love?
1: Really? Yeah. Throughout all my (laughs) podcasts, the worst thing is I always say I love that, but I I mean it. it. Like I say it, but I, I say it too much. See,
0: I don't love the word dope. I say dope all the time. Yeah, but my favorite word is flabbergasted.
1: <laughs> I just think one. it's fun to say. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I probably say love too much, or I'd say my man. Everybody knows I say that. My man. Or my mom says I say like too much in my podcasts. We probably all do. Yeah, it's like, a, like, it's a like. generation thing, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, favorite TV show?
1: Favorite TV show? Uh, Better Call Saul. Wait, why? Uh, I if you haven't seen it, it's Bob Odenkirk. Love him as an actor. It's a story. There's Breaking Bad fans out there. Breaking Bad was a little much. It was pretty crazy <laughs> for me. Uh, I
0: couldn't get into that. It was too slow for me at the beginning.
1: Yeah, and Better Call Saul is a little slow at the beginning. But it's about this lawyer that ends up becoming one of the biggest like lawyers for all the drug lords down in the Mexican cartel. Wow, it's so sweet though, Sounds and it's really entertaining. It's really entertaining. It's not the producers. They usually take about three or four years mm-hmm. per season. Wow, and they take they're one hour episodes, ten episodes a season and every single shot they're obsessed with and you can see and i just appreciate that ever since i've yeah. come into this major i've appreciated that people who have artistic skill like that so i'm going better call saul it's got a 93 rotten tomatoes <laughs> slow at the beginning uh there's some it's probably not like i would say family appropriate but it's <laughs> amazing if you're a college kid well, go listen to it oh awesome. sure Or go watch it go watch dude, it i haven't heard i haven't even heard of it so i'm
0: gonna go check it out yeah it's the prequel it's the, it's the prequel to breaking bad okay sweet
1: Uh, favorite social network platform, uh, Instagram. How come? Um, you know, it's funny. I loaded my Instagram, not as much with people, but more of sports highlights and funny things. Oh, nice. Because I don't want my Instagram to be a waste of time. I want it to either entertain me in a sense that I can laugh or I'm getting sports knowledge because I think too many times you just look at stupid things on Instagram and Facebook. Definitely. So
0: Um, I follow mostly people, but a lot of them are people that I want to, like, I'm aspiring to be like, you know, and learn Mm -hmm. from. One I would definitely suggest following is Gary Vaynerchuk. I will also say it's not family appropriate. The guy drops the (laughs) F-bomb like crazy. He really does. He swears a lot, but he is jam-packed with value. And every single thing that he posts, which is two or three or four or five times a day, is something useful that helps me. So, right. That's one if you if you guys are into stuff like that. Um okay, last question. On a scale of 1
1: to 10, how weird are you? How weird am I? Yeah huh uh <laughs> depends who you're asking uh for me i'd say i'm like a seven <laughs> just enough that i'm nice. you know a little strange i probably got weird quirks but i don't Dude, know we all do
0: yeah. technically everybody's weird man yeah, i agree and i might use that question every episode and i might never use it again we'll see <laughs> but i just wanted to ask that because it really kind of i don't know it just lightens the mood and makes you think like man like I'm probably kind of a silly human
1: being in a lot of certain ways, you know? Okay, I'm an eight. (laughs) eight. (laughs) You caught me.
0: Dude, I would say I'm probably like a seven or eight as well. Nice. It's a safe answer. Right, right. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you for being on the show. Again, real quick, this is JD Packer. Good He's days. the podcast host of Love Talk. Uh, definitely give him a listen. Go download his show. Uh, and where, again, I know you probably said this earlier, but just in case, where can people connect with you on social media and stuff?
1: Uh, my Instagram is James underscore the underscore Don 25 and Twitter. Is James the Don 25? No underscores.
0: Okay, so. awesome. Well, there you have it, guys. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.